0: This is the Lead to Lead Podcast, where we explore the realm of leadership through the lens of faith. Here's your host, Leah Haygood. Hey guys, welcome back to the Lead to Lead Podcast. My name is Leah and I am your host. I'm back y'all and it feels oh so good. It has been a minute. It's been uh, several minutes in fact actually several months and I'm so excited to get back to podcasting and and talking with you guys in a monologue fashion. But um, I'm going to talk in a little bit about why I've taken a break and why I'm back and all that. But I think it's super important that at the time of this recording, we have just moved into 2021 and we can all say we're survivors. Yay! Of 2020. And as much as 2020 has become a cuss word and a meme, practically, I think it's important that we take time to look back at our successes, at our growing opportunities, at our challenges, um, and just take a moment to actually celebrate that those things happen. So I, I kind of want to do that in regards to this podcast in particular. So 2020 recap of the Lead to Lead podcast. First off, we're coming up on a year. On the January 22nd, it'll be one year of the Lead to Lead podcast, which is crazy. Like, blows my mind. We're almost a year into this. But we have almost reached 800 downloads, which, y'all, I, I was not knowing what to expect when I started this thing. And the fact that we're almost at 800, which is really close to a thousand, I'm pumped y'all. So thank you so much for listening. I think maybe 200 of those were me, but I don't really care. You know, it's, it's, it, we're talking hundreds people. So um, I'm super pumped about that. Not only that, these episodes have actually been streamed in six different countries, which is crazy. So I'm, I'm international. <gasps> no, well, True, but uh, in the U.S. and Canada, let's see, Ireland, the U.K., India, and I think Sweden. So thank you for all my European brethren and our neighbors to the north. So yay. And of course, India. Thank you. Absolutely. That's awesome. Not only that, I've had just crazy opportunities to be able to talk with pastors, business owners, Um, even a professional musician, you can go check out my interview with Joey West back on episode 11. That that was crazy and so much fun. And I've also gotten the chance to co-host with my husband, which I'm super thankful for that I can just, it's just like me and him are having a conversation and you happen to be invited into it, but I I love it. It's so much fun. And then I, I have been encouraged by the people that have come up to me and say, Hey, how's the podcast going? Or are you still doing it? Or, you know, I listened to this. I really enjoyed that. So thank you for any encouragement. And the fact that you even listened, thank you so much for really doing that for me. And you're probably wondering, okay, you've just celebrated all this stuff. So why'd you stop? And it it's really comes down to two things. And I don't know if you struggle with this, you probably do. But for me, um, perfectionism and selfishness. I am, I've talked about it on other episodes of the podcast, that I am a two on the Enneagram, which means uh, I'm a, I am ai care for people and I want to serve them. I'm a two-wing three, so it means uh, I want to help take care of you because I know what's best and I'm super competitive and I'm going to get it right, but I also have a, some of my one wing shows up, which is more the perfectionist, got to follow the rules, that sort of thing, and so perfectionism is one of the things that I mainly struggle with in my own life, and it happened to reflect itself in this podcast. So I was trying to figure out the best way to communicate this, and the best way I can describe it is I wanted this podcast to grow like a chia pet. And I'm sure Chia pets have been around for probably decades now. I don't even know how long, but I remember seeing commercials as a kid that chia and being super excited that you get to see Tweety Bird or Sylvester grow hair that's actually a plant. Well, recently a friend of mine, shout out, hey Hunter, uh, she got a Chia pet that was Bob Ross, which... Uh, alone is amazing. <laughs> and she, it was sitting on her counter and she had just planted it. And she's like, oh, I don't think it's going to work. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, well maybe the seeds just take time. Cause I've been told that chia pets are like super quick. So I don't know how Bob is doing right now, but hopefully that, that luxurious fro is growing. But anyway, Chia Pets, that was their main selling feature is that, oh yeah, it's so simple that you just put the seeds in the mixture and you water it and you watch it grow and it grows quickly. And that's exactly what I wanted this podcast to do. I just wanted to uh, do it cheap. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it takes a little bit of investment to start a podcast between equipment and the uh, hosting site of where you publish your content and all that. And it takes time. So I wanted to do it as cheaply with a decent amount of time um, and get it posted and post frequently because that's all I've been told like you know there's this culture in America that it's the hustle and grind and you just got to go 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 you go faster longer harder than everybody else and you win and y'all it's exhausting and for somebody who's a perfectionist it is really discouraging when you're trying to put in this effort where i'm at one point i was like okay maybe i'll start out with just posting one episode a week and not a week one episode a month and then i'm like oh okay i'm in a rhythm you know i can i can up it up and i tried to challenge myself so it was like every two weeks and so i was like working on this stuff constantly and trying to tweak it and make take out all my ums yes i say um quite a lot i'm getting better at it but still not perfect hence my perfectionism But I spent a lot of time trying to fine tune this thing while trying to treat it like a chia pet when I want it to be like built more gardens. And obviously my expectations and my results were not matching up. So the reality is that anything worth doing is worth doing right. Right? You've probably heard that phrase before, but anything you have a passion for should be like tending a garden. Uh, several months ago, like when we were in actually back in the summer, when we were in hardcore quarantine, um, my friend Hunter's husband, Andrew built, uh, Jake, my husband, a, uh, garden, what's it called? Like a garden box, like basically a lifted, uh, allotment for, uh, having a garden, And he built this for him and Jake's like, yeah, I'm going to, I have, I have a hobby now and I'm going to start doing this. And Andrew was trying to tell him some stuff. And right now it's, it's still sitting in the same spot with no dirt and no seeds and that's okay. But I, I learned a lot in the process of this, uh, this garden box being built that it comes down to, you need the right kind of soil. You need to plant at the right time. You plant certain things together and it keeps the bugs away at certain times. And And, and then you have to water it some, but not too much or else you'll drown it and then it would be deformed. There's so much stuff. There's so much complexity when it comes to gardening and it takes hard work. It takes patience. It takes diligence. It takes all those things. And it's slow. <laughs> there is no Chia Pet st- like success rate with a normal garden, you have to take time and cultivate and monitor it and uh, make sure that there's nothing infiltrating it, whether it's weeds or bugs or other animals. Like that takes a lot of work, and that's exactly how I should have handled this podcast. If you're a business leader, if you're wanting to try to grind and sell things quick so you can just have buku's of money and try to become viral, you're probably going to be really disappointed, really bummed out, or extremely, extremely lucky because the uh, the concept of going viral is very difficult. You cannot plan viral. We did not plan a virus pandemic. <laughs> That was not on anybody's mind when twenty twenty started, right? So we should learn from COVID nineteen that viral is not necessarily good, right? So all that to say, I took the past almost six months, we're a week away from at the time of this recording, we're a week away from six months off of doing this podcast. And honestly, I was I was exhausted. I was I had a lot of ideas floating around in my head of where I wanted to go in a direction. Um, but then I would constantly be looking like, okay, how many, uh, how many views, how many downloads, where are they listening at? And it's like obsessive. And I, all I wanted to do was just to validate myself and say, okay, is this successful? Is this good? Is it worth it? Is it perfect? Is really what I was saying. And Like I said earlier, I I set unrealistic expectations for myself. And when I didn't meet them, it was like pity party in Leah land. Like, oh, nobody really likes me. No, it's not that. It's just no. I I was in the seed planting stage of a real garden and waiting to see what's going to happen. Ultimately, throwing a pity party for myself, that's selfishness. Like, I'm basically saying... Well nobody really likes it and I'm I'm good. I'm great. Why didn't and just being prideful? And that's just wrong. Flat out. That's just wrong. I started this podcast to encourage others who wanted to become better leaders by applying biblical principles. And I broke one of the main rules that you never aim for perfection because it doesn't exist. Right, like I know in Scripture in Matthew five, you know um, Jesus is talking. This is in his Sermon on the Mount. It says, "Be perfect as your Father is perfect." He's not literally saying be perfect. He's saying you're striving to become holy, set apart. And I, I think I took that a little bit <laughs> to heart. That oh my gosh, it has to be perfect before I post anything. And no, honestly, that's that will never happen because I'm human. Because I'm a I have a sinful nature, and that it will never happen. And I had this thought and I wrote it down and I was like, I've got to say this. Perfectionism kills progress. Perfectionism kills progress. For me, if I see something that I'm doing is not exactly just how I want it, then I'm like, oh, is it even worth doing? Like it causes me to stop and or abandon ship which is kind of like what happened with this podcast. So when you you realize something's not perfect, it's easy to give up on it and abandon the task. And that is not right. You have to understand that perfectionism is not realistic, that being diligent and hardworking is. On my last episode with my interview with uh, Kevin, talking about Beard Joy and Beard Oil and all that fun stuff. Um, I said that I was going to talk about failure because he had mentioned that, you know, failure is one of the greatest things that you can learn from. And here it goes. I, I thought I had failed when it came to this podcast. I quote unquote knew that I would have hiccups, but I didn't really want to endure them. I didn't want to have to go through them and, and, and air my dirty laundry on the on the podcast as far as my failures. But... I knew also that I shouldn't aim to become viral, like what I mentioned earlier, but selfishly I wanted to. I, everybody wants to be Chewbacca mom <laughs> or have that same sort of success as that. Uh, you want to get famous on TikTok. You want to do all these uh, things to make yourself feel worthy because you've got, oh, people follow me. They, oh, that must mean they like me. But as soon as the next viral thing comes... You're gone. Uh, I go back to um, actually my episode with um, my friend Ashley. Well, we were talking about influence, and I referenced a conversation between Craig Groeschel and Mike Todd, who are both pastors. Uh, Mike Todd is uh, an example of a viral. I don't want to call him a viral pastor, but basically, a girl tweeted out one of his messages, and millions of people saw it within 48 hours. And this message was like from three years previous and the, God has used his church in a great and mighty way, but that doesn't happen a lot. And so he, Mike Todd, um, references that. And he says, you know, we shouldn't strive to become viral. We should strive to be influencers We want people to be influenced by us, not just to say, ooh, I like that, and just follow. You know what I mean? So there's a difference between being viral and being influential. You know, I I admit that I had the thought, well, like, well, it's 2020, and, you know, I'm I'm six months into this, and I don't have 500, 5,000 followers, and blah, blah, blah. I guess this podcast will follow suit and end up in the crapper. Boo-hoo. Which, (laughs) y'all... It's dumb. It's dumb. And I'm saying about myself. And I've now come to the point of realizing that I will always experience failure because of my human nature. It's just going to come. So I went back to into scripture to try to find out what what are some good failure (laughs) spots. And, you know, I thought about talking about David with Bathsheba, who that was a whole hot mess of situations where David saw her on the roof. She was bathing and he's like, yeah, I want her bring her up here. He knew that she was married to one of his highest military officials was friends with her husband, slept with her, got her pregnant. And he's like, oh crap, we got to do something with Uriah. And so he tries to get him drunk. And so he'll sleep with his wife and then. It won't be any problem. He'll think, oh, he's the father of this baby. And then when that doesn't work, when Uriah's like, no, I won't do that. I won't do that because I I value my responsibilities and we're in the middle of a war and I'm not going to just go off and celebrate on my own when there's a battle to be fought. And then David does something crazy. This is a man after God's own heart, remember, that he sends Uriah and puts him on the front lines hoping and knowing that he'll get murdered so that Uriah will never know of this baby. And this is supposed to be a, a God-fearing man. Like, that's just a whole bunch of hot mess steps. And then um, Nathan the prophet comes to David and says, you've done a wicked thing and, you, you know, you need to repent. And he ends up repenting and in, um, in the Psalms and talks about just, how you know? Cleanse me, Laura, Cleanse me with hyssop. And uh, please, I, I realize I've done something incredibly wrong. And God forgives him. But then uh, I, that was that was a little heavy. That was more of like a moral failure. That was more of a um, he made poor poor decisions. This is more like a you try it and does it fail? Like uh, in a business, like a ga- not really a gamble, but you're taking a chance on something. A, a strategy. You're being bold. Um, I wanted to kind of focus on that sort of failure, so to speak. And I came across Psalm 73, and a lot of the Psalms are written by David, and then there are a lot that are written by this guy named Asaph. And so we get to Psalm 73, and I read through the whole thing, and you know what I wrote at the top of it? I wrote, comparison culture. This whole thing (laughs) is a great example of our culture that we live in right now, basically, you know, he starts off, he says, God is indeed good to Israel, to the pure in heart. But as for me, my feet almost slipped. My steps nearly went astray for I envied the arrogant. I saw the prosperity of the wicked. And then he goes for several verses to say, you know, the people that do evil, they never seem to struggle. They always have it together. They've got money. They, they speak arrogantly about you. They think, oh, does God really see everything that we do? And they doubt you and they mock you. And yet they always have stuff. And then he gets to verse 13. Did I purify my heart and wash my hands in innocence for nothing? For I am afflicted all day long and punished every morning. (laughs) And I like this. If I decided to say these things aloud, I would have betrayed your people. Basically saying, if the people that know that I, I fear you and that I love you, if they knew what I said or what I think on a daily basis, they would think I'm not saved. Like that's basically what that's saying. And then you get to verses 16 through 18. It says, when I tried to understand all this, it seemed hopeless until I entered God's sanctuary. Then I understood their destiny. Indeed, you put them in slippery places. You make them fall into ruin. How suddenly they become a desolation. They come to an end, swept away by terrors, like one waking from a dream. Lord, when arising, you will despise their image. So what's he saying there? He's saying that God never promises that we could have all these riches and that we'll have all these things. He always promises us that he will never leave us nor forsake us, that there'll be a way out of temptation, that he is a refuge in times of trouble. But he is very clear about what the destiny of the wicked is. He says, indeed, you put them in slippery places. They're going to fall. They're going to have a moment of like, oh, junk, like, and everything's going to get destroyed after they've come off this high, so to speak. It's not so much that Asaph is saying, well, I know that I'm going to end up having all the riches that the wicked do. No, he doesn't say that. He says he knows that the life that they're living is going to end up in a pit. Destruction, chaos, madness. And that he found out when he entered God's sanctuary. So seeking the Lord. And then he goes, Um, From verses 21 through the end of the chapter, he says, you know, uh, it comes to the repentance and says, "Um, I was stupid and didn't understand. I was an unthinking animal toward you, yet I'm always with you and you hold my right hand and then get down to verse 26. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. Those far from you will certainly perish. You destroy all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, God's presence is my good. I have made the Lord God my refuge so I can tell about all you do. But as for me, God's presence is my good. That's what Asaph comes to the realization of. The stuff that the evil and the wicked that they have, that is not something that we should strive for. The virality of success and the grind and all these things and everything perfect, and having the nicest things. No, God's presence is what we should strive for. That's what we should have our aim on. So with this podcast, I'm going to be striving that God's presence would be active when I'm preparing for an episode, that it would be active as you're listening to this, because that is good. God's presence is always good. So why start back? Why start back this, process, uh, this podcast? Because it's worth it. It's worth trying again and failing again, more than likely. But it's worth investing in. Biblical leadership is necessary in every aspect of our lives. In businesses, if you're a business owner, or if, if you have a job, which a lot of you probably do. Um, in the home, if you're a stay-at-home mom, uh, like me, or uh, if you're a teenager still living at home in the church, that's huge. I think that one of the biggest opportunities of growth for the church is to really examine what does leadership look like. Like we, we every pastor will say, read your Bible, pray that you need community, that you need to seek the Lord in everything. Um, But I know I've been challenged to read more about Proverbs. That is more about daily living and daily struggles, things you should avoid, things you should flee from, all those things. Those are crucial to life, right? And um, wisdom is knowledge applied, right? And that's going to be so crucial, especially in the days to come. Like we've seen in this past year of the church being told what to do. That a lot of people, I mean, just culture in general, being told what to do, wear a mask, protest, don't go to church, uh, stand up for your rights, all this stuff. We're being told what to do and it seems chaotic and it seems crazy because you're like, well, what do I do? And that's where we have to rely on scripture. God's presence is for our good and it's his word is for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. And that is why I want to start this podcast back up, because I want to continue to have conversations about these sort of things, practical things that everybody goes through, practical struggles that we all go through. So in conclusion, I, I, I was like, how do I wrap this up? I mean, it seems like there, there's a lot of meat there. But basically I wrote, forget the chia pet, go for the garden. And let's get to work. So we need to throw away the Chia Pet. Hunter, I hope you haven't thrown away the Chia Pet because I want to see what Bob Ross looks like. (laughs) But um, metaphorically, throw away the idea of having a Chia Pet success in anything, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a business, whether it's a uh, social media endeavor or uh, writing a book, whatever it is. You need to aim for a garden that you need to take time to learn about your craft, whatever you're going to be doing, get the adequate resources needed to move forward in that and be successful in that and then plant and then take care of it. And then watch, you can only control what you can control <laughs> as simple as that sounds. It's true. There's, um, I forget in which one of the letters that Paul wrote. Um, but basically he says, you know, uh, talking about comparison between Paul and Apollos, like some say I follow Paul, and some say I follow Apollos, and some say, oh well, I just follow Jesus. Well, he he Paul uses this comparison that you know maybe I planted the seed, Apollos applied the water, and but God supplies the sunlight. And what he's the comparison that he's bringing there is that we can't control the sun. There are a lot, there are things in our lives that we are not able to control. Like circumstances, we, the only thing we can control is our decisions and our reactions to other people's decisions. And we have to come to that realization. So forget the Chia Pet success, go for the garden, put in the hard work, take it slow, be diligent, pray and Wait. And that's exactly what I want to do with this podcast. So I'm not necessarily going to say, oh, I'm going to have a podcast every two weeks. I will say that I do have the next episode planned out, which I'm, I'm pumped about. I won't tell you that yet. But I'm going to take time and, and make content that is worth talking about, that is worth sharing and discussing, and it's going to be uplifting and encouraging, and it's going to challenge you to seek the Lord and make his presence your good. If you gain anything from this podcast, that scripture is vital. If 2020 hasn't taught you that yet, wake up. Because it's, it's the only thing that makes sense in a crazy, crazy world. So I leave you with that. Forget the Chia Pet, go with the garden, and let's get to work. Hey guys, I just wanted to mention that if you've ever thought about starting a podcast, you really need to check out podbean.com. I've been using them as my podcast hosting website this whole time on the Lead to Lead Podcast, and they help publish and promote your podcast. You can publish stuff on social media, and you get your own website. It's good stuff, y'all. And actually, you have the opportunity to monetize your podcast. If you click in the link below using that link, if you sign up, you can get one month for free. Free when you sign up for a year. So if you're trying to start a podcast, check out podbean.com. Click the link below and we'll get you started.